Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me, as always, he's in that other box. He's my other half. He's my my compadre, my homie, and however you else you would say friend, perhaps in Greek, he's Andy Asimakis. How do you say it, Andy? Tell philo. me. Philo. You're my philo, yeah. baby. How are you? This is also that pastry dough thing yes. that you use to wrap yes. amazing treats yes. in. Delicious um, treats. Steven, I yeah. love, love, love return guests on Me the too. Show. Me too. Because it means like we did something right the first time where it's mm. like, all right, that wasn't mm. that bad. Not really. It does that that's not exactly <laughs> what that means. <laughs> it means that it that's means how they've I forgotten. To... <laughs> that is my understanding of it. Well, possibly. Ladies so and gentlemen, was it? yeah, well, well, you'll find out. Trust me. Uh, joining us this week are returning guests. We have Blake and Caleb, developers of Happy Humble Burger Farm, a fast food horror simulator. Blake and Caleb, welcome to the show. And Blake, welcome back to the show, my friend. Thank you guys very much for having us back. We're excited to get your email and we, we didn't scare you away the first time so we'll we'll try better oh, no. this time no no scaring no scare. well actually there was a little bit of fright there was a little bit of fright but it was yeah. mostly because of the video game how are you caleb i'm good i'm good i i appreciate the invite um i'm kind of just uh piggybacking on blake here so <laughs> that's all right it, it, listen i'm piggybacking on andy so it's okay it's all good it's all good <laughs> ladies and gentlemen if you don't know what the hell you just got yourself into it's very simple this is the dual screens podcast the internet's number one indie developer interview podcast starring two people you've never heard of probably the show posts each and every week for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice including our home pod bean and ladies and gentlemen remember we used to have other shows on the same feed we no longer do we've separated them and how are we able to do that because of supporters like our patreon supporters that you go went to patreon.com slash nds podcast we want to thank our patreon producers colton the apprentice nestler fnh paul and vegas girl on fire it is because of all of you that we were able to separate our feeds and really start just going banana. So if you want to listen to the Crossplay podcast, please go search for that in your podcast service. And if you want to listen to our brand new show, all about New World, Faction Wars, a New World podcast is up right now. And you can also find all of our podcasts on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dual screens TV. Andy. God, it's it's been a year, dude. I okay, can we can we talk about that now My on dudes, the air? Because you should address it. He, so here's enough. what happened. So we've been <laughs> recording a lot of shows ahead of time. Uh we've been we've been uh, like for example, October, I think we recorded like eight shows for October when we really only right. needed four. Um we did like a bunch of horror games. We got I, I'm completely lost because some of the shows I can't be a part of because you do them during the day or whatever while either I was at work or doing family things, whatever. Anyway, so I'm looking for today's doc and I start at the most recent episode number and I'm like, no, wait, we recorded that show already. OK, next number. No, we recorded that show already. Next number. And so I finally get up to episode 109, which is what this episode is. And I see Happy's Humble Burger Farm. And I'm like, that can't be right. We did that last month for Halloween. Andy is smoking the crack. And then I go back and we recorded that shit October 15th, 2020. It seems like yesterday, Andy. Literally. Yeah. Blake, what kind of juju magic are you doing over there? I, I don't know. I guess you were so heavily anticipating the game that, you mm. know, you, you 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 blink your eyes and, and the time flew by. And now, you know, <laughs> uh, in less than 30 days, the game's going to be released and you're going to be able to uh, 
to play it and, and see what we really cooked up. In oh, that man. I am. Well, that's what we're very excited to get to know here on this show, because obviously we spoke last time and there was very... Now, I don't want to say very little, but like, obviously this was a year ago. So a lot right. has changed, I, I imagine. So Andy, why don't we throw this up to you for the ceremonial first uh, question, the leadoff question. And then of course, we're going to get the elevator pitch. So go ahead, Andy. Well, I have more of an observation than a question. An observation. Is, okay. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, two words to describe our guests today. Oh. And that is hot and juicy. <laughs> <laughs> hot, hot and juicy. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the hot one. Yeah, I'm the juicy one. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> We're not going to argue I think it that. implies hotness in both. You know, being hot and juicy, even separately, mm. is pretty mm-hmm. damn appealing. Like, I'm juicy. Oh, it's really juicy. I like that. Like, All well, right. Uh, it, it's, I, I appreciate, you know, your, your observations <laughs> here, you know, and uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say my wife would probably agree with you as, as Caleb's mm-hmm. wife would, would agree with mm-hmm. you as well. So, mm-hmm. so you, you have the, uh, the approval of all Look of that. All the people backing you already. Yeah. You'll love to see it. Now, two, we two, Caleb, two game dev wives agreed that you're both hot. And juicy, so. There you go. Yes. Booyah. Little, That's the demo you extra want. extra juicy <laughs> during the game development process. Absolutely. That's the demographic you want. That's the one that matters, actually, if you really think about it. Um, all right. So it's been a while. Maybe we have new listeners that did not listen to the first time uh, you were on the show. So why don't we tell everybody who might be stumbling upon this their first time, what is Happy's Humble Burger Farm? Who wants to take that one? Caleb? It's a tough question. (laughs) Happy's (laughs) Humble Burger Farm is a uh, cooking simulator that is wrapped in a horror game Mm -hmm. and uh, features all sorts of light simulation mechanics throughout. would probably be the best way to describe it. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. I remember, like, so Andy was like, just, it's really short. Just go in there, just mess around with it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Because I'm not, I'm not one for horror games. I'm just not. Um, I, I need to be in a group of people so that I could be embarrassed. But, like, it, it's worse to play horror games by yourself and, and, and be scared because you're only embarrassed to yourself. And you're just like, well, fuck. But when there's other people, you could at least make a show of it. So I'm sitting there playing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there playing and I'm like, okay, I'm flip, I'm flipping a burger. Okay. We're doing a burger thing. And then, oh, there was a noise and okay, I'm going to go on the back here. I'm going to go, go to the, go to the dumpster. I'm like, I don't want to be by this dumpster. I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to throw out the trash. I don't want to do any of this. And it's just mood. The game is mood. That's the way I would, I would describe it because as somebody who came from the, you know, food industry, uh, it is a horror show. Is that a cow pun? Mood? Yeah. Mood. <laughs> I yeah, see what you did there. Have, You're clever. Hi. <laughs> people have described it as a uh, a fast food fever dream, and I always thought mm. that was extremely appropriate. I love that. I, I would, love that look for you. <laughs> I would love to be like a fly on the – like I, I would like for a spectator – like option just to watch somebody go through it but from any sort of camera angle we want or like ctv cameras like closed circuit just being like go to the different rooms just to see how people react playing this game because it's absolute bananas it really it's just weird it's weird in the best possible way yeah it's um (laughs) you know it's it starts pretty mundane Mm -hmm. you know you think it's like oh i'm working the third shift uh you know, everything is pretty casual, like you were describing. And then before you know it, you have, I think, literal zombies coming at you <laughs> at some point. 
And it, you know, what's funny is most fast food workers are like, yeah, I'll end an average day's job. Yeah, right. <laughs> absolutely. D- definitely. So what has been going on this past year? What, what has uh, ramped up? T- tell us about, really give us a, a, a rundown of what's been going on since the last time we spoke. <laughs> Too much, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the last one you guys played was the demo because that's right about the time we released our alpha. And, you know, I mean, everything was changed. We completely gutted it. Oh. Um, you know, it was like a, a test run to see how the uh, mechanics were recepted and, you know, and, and sort of got some feedback on on what people didn't like and did like and we we definitely listened to to as much feedback as we could and then started sculpting this grander vision of the game out and um you know uh, we got that done and and then it's like okay well the ideas kept snowballing and snowballing and then we just kept adding more and more and more and it grew into this big giant beast of a mm. a game now that's that that takes you know, quite a, quite a uh, long time to get through, um, especially if you haven't uh, played it before. So we're, we're really happy with the outcome because our biggest thing is we wanted to make sure there was enough, enough, uh, f- enough features there, enough gameplay there to, to keep the player and, you know, um, immersed long enough. So, so they feel like that, it, that it is a good game. So as much as the cooking wraps around the, the gameplay, it's just as much as not cooking now. Okay. Can you, can you get into that a little bit? Like what, yeah. how, how does that change? How has that changed? Um, so you cook to earn money just as you know, everyone does goes to work, earn money. And then, um, you start little by little realizing some things are, are happening around you. You, you need to go investigate and, um, you know, one thing leads to another, um, you know, as you, you saw in, in the LPs and the demo we had just put out, um, you got a boss fight essentially. And, you know, that wasn't something we had envisioned before. Um, when we first started, that wasn't anything that we had plans for. And it sort of just was an idea that, that popped in our heads and we bantered together and made it happen. And, one led to another and led to another and now it's it's um very let's say very zelda ocarina of time like with the the temples and the bosses and so yeah you get a little bit of that the hell is going on in this video game i fucking love this (laughs) keep going yes a lot has changed man it's been a year it It sounds like you made a completely different video game in the last 12 months yeah you know the the alpha was pumped out in what caleb a month and a half uh, I would say, yeah, a month and a half, two months. And, uh, yeah, you know, the game, we changed it to, you know, you have this like cyclical burger simulation going on, but then this like grandiose single player campaign kind of almost runs parallel to it. So, you know, you use the income from your job to kind of fuel your adventure and, you know, to aid in crafting and it's a it's a pretty strange mix. <laughs> what is what is that conversation like for you guys on the publisher side when you when you pitch an initial vision for a game and then you do some some alpha testing, it gets in players' hands, then you, you say words like we've gutted the initial <laughs> build of it. 
what is that like? Is that part of the, the package deal of a publisher? It's like, hey, guys, guess what? We're going this whole different way with this thing. Cash, please. And we'll see you in a year. <laughs> right. Well, what is that no. like? I got I got to go ahead, Caleb. Uh, I was just I mean, from my experience with Tiny Build, right? Hmm. Um, you know, they really, really encourage developers to kind of just do their own thing. Um, hmm. You know, a lot of times you conventionally and I'm sure some publishers do, but you think they have their hands in the mix quite a bit. Right. Or, mm-hmm. You know, they're telling you what to do, but it really wasn't like that at all with Tiny Build. I mean, they basically just, I mean, really, really supported us in all of these crazy visions. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I couldn't say enough positive about them, honestly. I mean, it was just like at every step of the way they trusted us, you know, even when we were like, yeah, we got it in. We're doing something different you know they were like well what do you need like how can we help you so i mean that's my experience like what do you what do you think i mean you took the words right on my right out of my mouth it was a matter of trust and you know they they didn't just you know blindly go yeah we trust you go for it like they they had the builds they saw what we were doing um and you know they spoke out of experience never spoke out of biasness and that's the real thing you want from somebody who's working so closely with you and such a big influence with you is hey this is what we noticed is there any way to add this and the best part is is um you know most of the time they were right and if they were right and within our abilities to do it we would add it of course um but just having the option to just be like no we don't want that and they got no we got no pushback from them that that really makes you feel like this is your project and and right. not in you know not influenced by by a, a you know a giant company sort of um uh what uh mainstreaming you know the game so right. obviously we didn't put you know pink unicorns flying around the city in there you know we kept with the original or vision or, <laughs> or did we yeah oh, <laughs> but um you know, we, we always, it was always an honest discussion and that's, that's the thing you need with a, you know, a business partner, um, working with a publisher is honest conversation. Hey, we think this is the better route to go right. and they'll go, you know, that we've tried that before and it seems to work. Why don't you go ahead and do that? And that's, that's more or less the reason, you know, we, we sat there until the end, um, and we were just pumping stuff out ideas and stuff. And, not once did they tell us no, you know, we pushed back the deadline a tad bit from our original deadline mm. and they didn't tell us no, but you know, once, once now we're trying to, to port the game, we can't touch it unless we want it to be a different version from Xbox, PlayStation or switch. Right. So now we're literally, you know, locked out of it until um you know we we take the next step until that process is done so but no couldn't say anything anything better about our experiences it always makes me chuckle looking at the videos and the comments they're like oh you know tiny build you know made just a scary hello neighbor or whatever and it's like no actually or they changed the original game formula yeah yeah they you know they they didn't we did (laughs) we did yeah (laughs) yeah so I mean, there's there's a there's a big difference between a producer and a publisher, and a lot of times in video games, the publisher becomes a producer, and mm-hmm. I think I think that's what gets lost on, especially the good the good uh, publishers that know that know and trust the teams that are making the products for them. You know, 
Um, yep. That's that's really cool. Right. It's really cool that you were able to just kind of say, hey, we're pivoting. What do you think? Did you even say, like, what do you think? Is this OK? Or you were just like, this is what we're doing. Like, well, I mean, I'll speak for Caleb on this one um, and not to toot our own horns, but uh, we would have talks with with, uh, you know, Mr. Alex um, and we tell him what we're doing. And, uh, you know, not once did he say that uh, he disliked our ideas um you know so it's it's really cool to get that kind of approval for some someone of of his caliber and someone who has the mind like he does to see this kind of stuff and to be excited for it he wasn't just approved uh approval of it he was excited for it and that made us yeah even more excited you know we do have uh uh, a producer as well and Mm -hmm. he he's with us he's he's at our beck and call he's he knows the game just as well as we do Mm -hmm. and he's just making sure that that everything on the back end obviously we don't we don't know anything about the porting we've never had a game on steam we've never had a game on xbox so he's making sure um that our hands are being held through this this situation sort of like whatever do you need whatever you need what can we help you with hey can you get me this because they need this so he's he's been uh, awesome at that and composing it rather um yeah you know because we're just sitting here going yeah very involved and we we just don't we don't know so someone has to tell us and and he does a great job at that so that's that's what we get out of a producer is basically just somebody who's who 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 orchestrates the thing perfectly to make yeah. sure it's 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 to standard and we want it to be to standard we want it to be the best as it can be doesn't that make you wonder though like if you're getting so much support unwavering support on the publisher side when it comes to your vision and your ideas does it make you think how far can we when will they say no <laughs> we, well we've pushed that boundary we how can we make them say no envelope. oh yeah no um see caleb they've never caleb, explicitly told us no but there's yeah. been a lot of are you sure about that like <laughs> I'm, te- I'm teasing i'm teasing it's, no, uh, repeat that sentence can you say that sentence you just pitched us again say it out loud make sure you hear it this time yeah exactly <laughs> No, we, we, we've, we've, I'll be the first to admit, we get this idea where we're like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. And we, we implement very quickly. Um, you know, we, we dedicate a lot of our time, uh, to this. And and when we have an idea, we can execute it very quickly. And, um, it it got to the point where, um, our producers like, okay, you guys just got to stop. And we're like, (laughs) okay. You know, we, we know we were just sort of waiting. It's, it's like that you don't, trying to get your mom to like not see what you're doing or not not yell at you and push the envelope as far as you can and then you (laughs) knew you were messing with fire and then (laughs) you finally got that okay you gotta stop and um you know we can probably talk about a little bit exactly what we're talking about blake oh yes that's what i was going to wait to at this point yeah (laughs) so like you know i'm not going to spoil anything you know Mm -hmm. but um you know, at one point, you know, so through the game, you make like progression through it. You know, I'm trying to be vague. <laughs> you don't what you progress through a game. You progr- yeah. That's you amazing. Progress- at one point, you go linearly through a <laughs> sequence of events. All right. Very point, good. <laughs> but um, no, but at some point, it was at some point that progression was to actually end up at like a zoo. 
and I okay. saved the theme park. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and poor Blake. <laughs> I'm left to model entire zoos, entire theme parks, <laughs> a resort, and it was it was generally going to be the the test subject you are in the game. Um, was moved to these other jobs, not just a restaurant job. And oh, uh, so I got the zoo. I put what 60, 60, 70 hours into this zoo model. And um, we brought it up and uh, we talked about it. And we talked to about uh, our, our first producer and uh, uh, everybody was like, um, little too much there guys. And we're <laughs> like, ah, okay. And then, um, again we you know towards the end of development towards our first deadline we were like okay you know i had worked on um this one scene for for a while and uh just in the background and um caleb and john and they're like let's use it we want to use it so we figured out a way to use it uh in the end of the game and it's pretty much the the second to last level technically and uh so we brought it up to our producer, you know, you're scared shitless because <laughs> game game's supposed to be on the table done in a, in a week. And we're, we're thinking of a whole new section of game to add. And uh, <laughs> so at first we're like, Hey, so we might need an extension. Um, we want to do this. And uh, he's like, Oh no. So then we showed him the map and he's like, granted, <laughs> he's like, it's done. So we pushed for that and and uh, got it in there just, you know, by the skin of our teeth. But at that point, he was like, OK, get this in here. But you guys are done. So we're like, OK, OK, fair. We're, no. we're good with it. Yeah. So I but no, that's down. and that's a good thing to be to have more ideas than not. Yeah. You know, that's what they want to see. They don't want to see you go. Oh, you know, here's a polished alpha. That was three days of cooking, you know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, the sewer sequence with happy in our original alpha, they want to see expansion. They want to see ideas and different ways to immerse the player. And uh, that's well, hopefully what we gave them. Yeah, it's um, you have to have somebody. I mean, every team faces feature creep, no oh, matter yeah. what. You have to have someone there, preferably a third party that has no like attachment to the game to tell you when enough is enough. Mm. You know, and it, not being attached to the game is so important because you know, our, our workflow is, it's, it's a weird one. We, you know, it's very collaborative. Um, nobody really has the final say in anything, you know, but obviously we specialize in different departments, but, um, you know, a lot of our ideas are just like mutually just generated amongst each other. And, um, you know, it's hard to be like, eh, my idea is too much. Let's drop it because it's mm -hmm. like, no, 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 your idea is too much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a really cool relationship to have, though, to be able to work together like that and really build upon something, because it sounds like you are sort of, for lack of a better term, kind of improvising where this thing is going to go. And it seemed like you constantly improvised the right way, like because if you didn't, you obviously would have been shot down for some of these things but like being shown here this is what we want to do i don't know about that and then you see it and you're like yes absolutely do that like that's mm -hmm. that's pretty fucking cool that's a testament to you guys right well i, I, think, I would hope so yeah <laughs> I, I think it kind of comes back to the whole like indie mindset of things you know okay when you don't have suits breathing down your neck and 
you know, it, it's really more dependent, like, and I'm not talking about myself specifically, but, you know, any indie dev team, it's, you know, your skills really have to show through and carry things through. So you kind of get a little bit more creative freedom mm. just, you know, naturally, I guess you would say. And being good at estimating how long it'll take us to do something also helps too, because, um, you know, we've had a lot of experience with a lot of other people, a lot of other developers, a lot of other publishers, as far as not, not publishers themselves, but people who have worked with publishers and the publisher mindset where, you know, a lot of people take a lot of time to do something. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's, they stretch it out or, or uh, what have you, or they're Catching unfortunately just, and... yeah, just the slower workers. But, um, you know, when we sit here and we're like, we want to implement this, we want it done and we're going to get it done in two days, you know, making that promise sort of puts anybody at ease, um, instead of going, okay, having them think of, okay, something of this scale might take someone else two weeks where we come at it with, okay, this will take us two or three days to implement. It sort of lets us have a little bit more um, ability to add things and continue adding things while staying within the, the allotted time limit. Right. Mm. How do you guys know that what you're making is scary? what's what's the test for you guys because it's that's a you know, good question from people who know what horror looks like how it should feel how it should flow that's different than actually being able to scare mm -hmm. someone how do you craft an effective horror sequence in a game like this so i mean it's that's probably a two-part answer right because mm -hmm. um you know, my interpretation of how to implement horror from a programming perspective is extremely different than Blake's, you know, because mm. Blake has to rely on, like, you know, what type of environment scare people, you know, what mm. things cause unease, what colors, you know, I mean, so much plays into it. But, you know, answering for myself, um, I struggled with that for a long time, because at first I tried to quantify what makes somebody scared basically right so like you know if you had to take fear and try to plug it into numbers and variables like how do you do that do you measure the speed of someone's movement do you measure how many times they turn around do you measure you know how many times they stop um mm. so we i worked on that for a long time and um ultimately the answer that we kind of figured out and set rules upon herself is that um which blake's probably going to roll his eyes but um you know horror shouldn't be scripted i guess mm. would be a, a good way to put it like you know you from a programming perspective you have to design things to where they have a degree of like fuzziness or unpredictability mm, okay and you know for me i kind of know i nail that when my own systems scare me you know when i'm testing oh, something yes. at 2 a.m and <laughs> boom, it jump scares me. And I, I know what it is. I knew it was coming and it still gets me because I'm not quite sure when it's going to get me. I mean, that's pretty much it for me. What about you, Blake? I mean, it must've been a long time ago we had the talk, but you, you, when it comes to answering that question you have, that's a question we've asked ourselves internally and built off of that. 
you have to sit there and narrow down what exactly scares people. You have to sit down and narrow what video games use to scare people. And you, you sort of get yourself a pool and you get yourself the options you have to work with. And then you sort of try to manipulate those objects. And what I mean is, like Caleb said, there's one in the game. And it's funny because during our showcase for Halloween and Tiny Build Showcase, we had a loopable video playing. And what I'm cooking in the restaurant is it's super small. Unless you full screen it, you won't see it. But all three of our faces are on there. And you'll see me actually jump. Um, <laughs> I get legit scared during the cooking process. And the funny thing is, I have the most hours on this game out of all of us. I, I am the dedicated bug finder tester. I'll, I'll take the hit and I'll play it. I've got probably... 2000 plus hours into this game wow um okay and you know i still miss stuff i'm not perfect but um it helps caleb be able to to effectively go in and and fix what he needs but aside from that um i still get scared and i still get scared at these things it's because the scare i'm talking about is a jump scare and you would think from a game design perspective in a game like we'll say uh visage um you know you're in a house you're in a a small confined space and you walk into the hallway so it doesn't matter if you play it uh andy plays it whoever plays it the second they walk in that hall space the same thing's gonna happen Mm. um and that being a scripted scare we try to veer away from those because we don't want people to go oh there's a scare there you know i'm 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 gonna be prepared for it if they watch lps or let uh playthroughs or whatever it is um, but we still use the same philosophy of the jump scare um, for for the, the restaurant. And how we are able to do that was we made the player focus. And the, the best thing to do for us to see is a uh, person playing the game and they're focused on the restaurant and they're Twitch streaming and they're trying to keep up with their Twitch stream and respond to their chat. And you see them and they literally tell their chat, hold on, I got to focus. And they lose all persona. They lose all of all of their their on on camera persona and they just try to focus on not messing up the game. <laughs> that right there is the perfect time to scare them. Yeah. <laughs> if you get focused enough on the game and what you're doing and you throw something in there that takes over the screen or makes a loud noise or something like that, that's what's going to do to initiate the jump scare. But it's not going to be a scripted jump scare. Right. So many people get so into the cooking that they're literally walking by like horrific monsters and they don't even notice them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then their 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 Twitch, uh, their chat will notice it. Oh. And that creeps the Twitch chat out because they're like, how did you not notice that? Like, am I seeing <laughs> what is going on here? experience. Exactly. So and, and that's the cool thing is we love randomization we love not seeing the same game played over and over again um so you know you'll see you'll see little things you'll see again monsters coming through there uh things moving um stuff disappearing sounds so it's it's a bunch of different things all together that'll that will make you scared um again horror is achieved not by us by but by the user um 
if you don't want to be immersed in a horror game, um, you're not going to get scared. If you didn't tell me this was a horror game and you told me it was an FPS shooter um, and I went in there playing it, I probably probably wouldn't get too scared because I'd end up trying to whip through it like an FPS. Hmm. But if you tell people it's a horror game, they sort of flip their mindset Mm. and go in there wanting to be scared wanting to be immersed and that's that's unfortunately why we wanted to release in october because all the horror junkies come out they want something that's going to scare them and uh you know we didn't hit that so we hope that uh people are still looking looking to get scared at the beginning of december you know i think horror is good all year around. yeah i was just gonna yeah. say man that genre just key it doesn't matter when this <laughs> stuff comes out it like people are junkies for it just yeah. no matter what it's about getting the people who don't like it they are more likely to play in october like oh i'm doing all scary games throughout all october like yeah you're like right you missed maybe that window but like there are people that really love this shit andy's one of them like just love to be scared um you know and, and then there's the flip side of like i want to be scared for other people's entertainment it's not necessarily mm-hmm. because i enjoy horror it's just like mm-hmm. i know people love seeing me terrified so yeah. I'll go into it like, here we go. I'm putting on the fucking clown shoes and the and the wig and the nose, and you get to laugh at my misfortune. And let's let's do the thing. <laughs> well, um, it's it's the haunted house mentality, right? I mean, right, right. who goes to a haunted house alone? You know what I mean? It's like if you do, it's like maybe people should stay away from you. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> really, like there's no one here with you. But no, I, I totally get it. You know, it's like you want to be scared with people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's fun <laughs> there's such a bizarre nature though to the world too that you guys built there i mean and, and again i'm going based off of my memories of playing the thing that you destroyed so please <laughs> feel free to cut me off if i'm if i'm speaking out of turn on this stuff but like i just still a ps1 kind of game right yeah so we're all clear yeah we, we're still <laughs> it's still we're still using yeah um yep. <laughs> Yeah, whatever what was that? Six, 32 bit? I don't even know what that was. 62, 64 bit, 128 bit? I don't remember. Um, but you know, the bizarre nature of the world that you've created. Like everything like I remember just the actual food crafting was also off-putting. Like everything about it just felt kind of just off. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go over here. I don't want to look at that. That's gross. That you know, like and but it wasn't like, I'm I'm not scared. I'm just kind of like put off. And so like when you get lulled into that mentality of like trying to peek around the corner, you know, see what's, see what's going to be around here and listening to, for all the sounds to see if anything's like creeping up on you. You did a good job of like creating that. Like did you obviously, I, I assume you carried that into your new ish version of the, of the game. Um, but changing locales, how did you guys take that same, that same mindset, that same, that same tone that you had in your first demo, the, the alpha to now the finished product. So I'll be the first to say like, I mean, this, this question is mostly for Blake, uh, Blake and John, you know, but John, you know, Blake crafts the environments and stuff, but a lot of the, I guess you would say universe design, um, world building type stuff, which it really plays a huge role right. mm-hmm. in, in all of it. It is John. You know, John is the one who basically created the Scythe Saga universe. Um, you know, and uh, you know, he comes up with these ideas and has like mapped out like 
you know, this is what this area should look like. This is the biome. This is the temperature at this time of year, you know, and, and keep in mind, Scythe is, is basically like, you know, his own universe in a way, you know, and we've all contributed to it, like, you know, quite a bit, including me, but, um, you know, Blake, like how, how do you do it? I mean, it's, it, specifically the question you're asking about the cooking um <laughs> you know we wanted to make it mundane just as working at a restaurant at two o'clock in the morning is you know and uh that feeling when you complete an order it gives you a sense of euphoria where you want to continue doing it you feel good you feel good you got them the right order and they're happy with their order um but yeah, like like Caleb said, you know, um, when, when it comes down to it, John John's the one who throws these these wicked ideas at us, uh, Caleb mostly, and he goes, oh, "What if the patties go bad? What if, um, you know, what if what if this happens? What if that happens?" And and so we sit there and we pick through what what's possible to do with the existing systems, and we implement it. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm responsible for making the, the, the food elements, you know, the visuals, but, uh, you know, as far as the idea goes, um, John, John will come up with, with, Hey, you know, what if, um, instead of this, we do this and Caleb would be like, okay, you know, we can do that. And then he'll be like, you know, can we get this model? How fast can you give me this model? And I'll, I'll get it to them. And, and uh, it just sort of snowballs from there into, into these grandiose ideas where, um, you know, without spoiling too much, the rotten patties that were in the restaurant become used throughout the game now um, mm -hmm. in different, in different ways. So it's, yeah, it's, it's one thing that leads to another. So basically we try to set up that mundane cooking mechanics in the restaurant that will also help you proceed through the game it will get it you will you will leave and beat the game alive <laughs> yeah i kind of like this john guy it sounds like he's like on the couch legs in the air with like a bucket of beef jerky like what if we did this guys yeah. you're just like oh fuck how do i make this idea work now <laughs> no see the problem the problem is john still has the ability even though he does know technically what to do and how it works and all that stuff, mm. he still has that ability to think of ideas that aren't restricted upon, you know, unity's abilities or my mm. abilities to model or stuff like that. Right. Um, and then when we like an idea as much as we do, we find a way to make it work. Um, so he, he has that creative mind where, he can spitball these ideas and, and um, we'll be able to cherry pick from them and what we can do and what we can't do. Um, but it's just like, it's like whenever you play a game or a game you've made or a game you've played a lot, and then you have to hop on there and play it like it's your first time. Mm. That's, that's damn near impossible. Right. Um, and, and he has that ability, you know, and, and as far as, as contributions go, um you know idea wise I, I i'll be honest with you i'm at the the bottom of the food chain with that one um because i'm too technical i'm way too technical you know if i spit this idea 
how am I going to make this happen? This happen? How is this going to work? And, uh, you know, more, more than not, I'll wake up and, uh, Caleb and John will have a whole new idea implemented and I'll, I'll wake up to a list of models that I need to make. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> that day <laughs> that night i'll get them the models and we'll put it in and it's like it, it just blows your mind at how much of a difference it makes so they they caleb and john have a lot of the the creative aspect on the the mechanics and the the vision through the game and i'm the one who who simply just tries to take everyone's vision add my own spin to it and and pump it out John is also a genius composer as well. Mm -hmm. So every game we've ever made, um, every release, right? So like, I think that's upwards of 10 now. It's 10, yes. Um, every sound, every song you've ever heard in him, it's all John. He does it all. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Um, for Happy's Humble, um, he wrote 14 albums just for the jukebox in the game. <laughs> yeah it's insane <laughs> holy shit wow <laughs> so yeah. yeah he he pumps it out and i'm telling you more often than not you go to any one of our lps any of the comments that are on any video and you'll see love the music the music's amazing i love the music and it's like okay well feeling a little lonely over here and so is caleb because caleb only gets told that you know <laughs> hey there's a bug and yeah. I'm, I, I never hear, oh, my God, that chair model's really cool. These burgers <laughs> aren't scary enough. Yeah. So we're like, oh, okay. Well, Volumetric fog then. when? Yeah. <laughs> Andy. So, no. V-Sync ever heard of it? Yeah. Where ray tracing is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Andy, let's get a final question in here. A little oh, final God. discussion before we get into our rapid fire section. Oh, what's next, dudes? What's after this? he's been birthed to the world sequel it just like chill out mode or sequel huh yeah <laughs> angry's humble burger farm <laughs> right You've um, been happy. i mean we're not specifically been asking humble. if what the game is you're making but like is right, is, right. is it you know you're gonna go down There's the horror train yeah do you have any ideas for a genre you want to do a tight like a gameplay type are we going to have Happy's, Happy's Humble Burger Farm, the, the tactics? Like, what are we talking about here? Cinematic universe, um, as it were. Well, we would, no. right? uh, we would love to do a sequel. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's one of the things where, um, unfortunately, it's not up to us um, entirely. You know, we're on board for a sequel. We'd love to start right now. But uh, there, there are some uh, roadblocks in the way at the, in, in, you know, time permitting. Um, so we have to wait that out a, a little bit. Um, we, we never sit still, though. So we're, our brains are always going. We're always thinking of something to do. We'll never, I don't think, ever venture out of the horror. Um, yeah, you're not going to get just like a, a dating sim from us or something like that out of the blue. <laughs> right. So it'll always be horror. But, you know, we don't we don't have any necessarily things that are like work in progress or and anything like that. We're, we toy around all the time and blank unity scenes i'm always in blender caleb's always trying to come up with new mechanics and uh, nothing set in stone but hopefully we are able to do a sequel and we can we can go with that but if not it's uh you know ride the happies train as long as we can hope everybody enjoys it and uh you know move on to something else uh depending on on uh you know the success of happies 
Well, we're looking forward to it. And uh, as our listeners are listening to it, you can play it right now. So just go play it. Do the thing. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Um, And we'll have a review, of course, on dualscreens.com. Probably by the time you're listening to this. We'll see. Maybe. 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 Um, All right. Now it's time to get into rapid fire. This is where we get to know you. Now, Blake, you've done one of these before, but now it's going to be a little different. Because now we're going to be putting you up against each other and and, and also collaborative <laughs> collaboratively. Okay. So it's it's PvP PVE here type questioning. Before okay. we before we start this, I want to amend my previous answer to one question. Interesting. Okay. Oh wow! So this is the first. Yes, I'm amending the 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 best burger. Oh um, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. What a burger. Okay. Wow. A yes. lot happened in a year. Yes, a it has. has happened. Yeah. I'm a new <laughs> newfound love for Whataburger over wow. in and out. So okay, I'm I, amending my answer. That, okay, well, I, I guess we'll start there, Caleb. What is best burger? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, geez. Uh, I'm gonna say Burger King. Hmm. Flame rolled action is you like when they're fresh. Rolled. Yeah, when it's, they're fresh, it's great. Nothing. Yeah, like that Whopper. Whopper. Can't get enough. Yeah. Like two Whopper Juniors, like a little bit of fries is like the perfect mm. meal. That new BK King they got though, Ooh. the the Bacon King. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that'll get heart, you. My heart is stopping. <laughs> that'll get. I, I had the Baconator yesterday, and let me tell you, Wendy's knows what they're Ooh. doing with those burgers, man. They get it. They understand grease and how to implement it properly. <laughs> The blood pressure cuff for this they conversation. Do. I have Hell one. Yeah. It's right here. Here's my cuff, Andy. It's for, just in case. I, just in case something's going on oh, here. Where's my insulin? <laughs> Andy, it is your turn. Let's get your your um, question. Ooh, I like doing the whole PvP thing. So, yeah, Caleb, mm. if you were casting Blake in a horror movie, who would he? What category would you fall into? Is he more of like the final girl kind of character? Is he the killer? Is he the comical so, friend that dies in Act Three, or the dude that like looks for the cat and dies in the first ten minutes of the movie? <laughs> What's what is what is no, what resonates I most? Say, <laughs> I would say the killer. Honestly, uh, mm. I don't know if you know this about Blake, but Blake stands at like six two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got some height so Blake, on you. He's scary. Man. He's scary. I don't argue with him. Fueled by Whataburger and insanity. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caleb, if I was the killer, I wouldn't kill you, my friend. Aw. <laughs> well, oh. Blake. Well, well, how would you cast Caleb? Um, Caleb would guy? be Caleb would be the logical one. He's mm. the one who's always like, "Hey guys, that's a creepy house. Let's not go in there." Yeah, and, and then when they go in there, he's like, "Okay, I'll wait out here safely and not go in that creepy house." And then when everybody gets caught, he's the technical one to figure out how to get them out without alerting the killer and me, you know, and uh, ah, right, right, getting getting them all to safety. But I would yeah. I would say that Caleb Caleb would take a bullet for for anybody he's saving. So. Oops. I don't know what movie you're writing, but I see. Yeah, Caleb is the surprise return. Like you think he died in Act One, right, right, right. and then he comes back in the end. He's got the running car. He's got the car running. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He's for the, the final girl. one for yeah. sure. He he uses his brains more than his brute. Got it. Wow. 
Okay. I mean, I am pretty brutish. Let's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to go back to food here. Okay. <laughs> I like food. A cereal eating contest, a breakfast cereal eating contest. Which one of you wins? Uh, me. <laughs> oh. if, if it comes to food man i crushed oh, your ass with those pizzas the other the we i went over to caleb's house to talk what four months ago no no, no it was a while ago it was at your old house yeah we both got pizzas from domino's mm. and he's he's slowly putting pieces in my pizza oh like, yeah you're trying to pawn off that wow that uh that pizza you had onto my plate Blake's wow. lying. I was, if anything, I was like, here, bro, try this. Let me, <laughs> let me introduce you to proper food. Interesting. Yeah, understand proper food. Domino, Domino's now has pizza? Yeah. yeah, right? They don't just sell cardboard anymore. <laughs> like the most oxymoronic sentence. We got pizzas from Domino's. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> no. Notice they don't call themselves Domino's Pizza anymore. They call they themselves just Domino's now. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Yes. As 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 two New Yorkers are talking to you mm, about yes. pizza. Oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We we're we're stuck with Domino's and Pizza Hut while you guys got the good stuff. Yeah. Well, come on here for a change. We'll treat you. Yeah. We'll, we'll no, treat you. Yeah, good pizza. Shops, it's like. Um, it's like you guys got the corner shops where they're just like named like yeah. literally just pizza. Yeah. Right. It's like Joe's, Gino's, Tony's. And you know it's good. <laughs> Marie's. Yeah. As, as long as it ends with an or starts with an Italian name. It's, yeah. it's as long as the name ends in a vowel, you're good to go. But no, seriously, Caleb, I, I'm 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 thinking we're need, we're gonna need to try this out here soon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Picks or it didn't happen. Yeah, there will I mean? be pictures. There will there will be a TikTok or two. We're gonna have to do it. So yep. Andy, what you got? Uh, well, we're sticking to food. Okay. Uh, I think these two can handle this question. Would you rather eat a dick-flavored cake or a cake-flavored dick? Oh. Oh, okay. I'll let Caleb answer first. Caleb. Uh, <laughs> like I let, me, your let me think about this. Dick-flavored cake. I mean, cake-flavored dick. I mean, okay, right? So we would assume that the first one, the, the person would be sanitary, right? So it just Listen. be like... It just tastes like a dick. The cake just tastes like, you know. <laughs> okay, so I saw a TikTok. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm the I TikTok connoisseur. Okay. There was a there was a, a, a TikTok that I watched. Uh-huh. Um, and it said that it tastes like avocado. Me personally, I wouldn't know. Um but oh, I I like avocados. <laughs> So I'm going to have to go with the dick flavored cake because I ain't mm. putting my head anywhere. That's fair. In That's that fair. area. Listen, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything yeah, wrong, but you no, know what? It's not um, for everyone. It's not for yeah. everyone. I can tell you that it doesn't taste like avocado that much. But, <laughs> that uh, much. That much. Yeah. It's there. Though I, I understand the comparison we are veering hard <laughs> off this highway yeah that's that <laughs> we're logical thinking here it's right. technical yes. thinking you're trying to take at, the yeah yes. i get you i like how blake's mind works he's like all right if i'm gonna i know what that tastes like <laughs> yeah yeah to some extent i just, so I just I wanted to know how dickish the cake tastes honestly <laughs> like, that's what i was trying to figure I, out that's, that's 
that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Caleb, you didn't I, answer though. I same answer. I think his silence okay. speaks yeah. volumes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I'd go for the cake because I know how to eat that. So right. it would be it would right. be less messy. I get it over with quick and that's it. I'm good. I'm yeah. like, I it's like this was a terrible cake. I'm yeah. not a fan of this cake, but you know what? Happy birthday to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dick Prince. Um, okay. Let's 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 get as far away from that as possible. Uh, <laughs> all right. Which one of you is because I'm assuming it's one of you, and I have a feeling I, I know who it is. Who is the early bird? Who is the Please. night owl? Please. Yeah. <laughs> the early bird. Yeah, I'm up at 7:30 this morning. Like, hey guys, what are we doing today? And Caleb's always like at 10 o'clock at night, right? And I'm going to bed. He's like, okay, I'm going to need like everybody to do this. <laughs> that kind of yeah. works, though, because then, Blake, you go to sleep, you go into your slumber, and you wake up and you have a nice little list of shit that you need to do. And right when Caleb's about to like really, when the, when the, when the Adderall and the ADHD medication kicks in, he's like, I'm ready to go. You're like, here's all the shit I did yesterday. And you're yep. like, cool, I could put this in the game now. Yep, that on the real, <laughs> it helps a lot dealing with people in various time zones. Mm-hmm. Where no matter what, one of us is always awake and around. Yeah, so it does work good. I'm up usually about four thirty-five in the morning on a weekday, oh, and Caleb will be up till one, two o'clock in the morning. So there's only usually a two-hour window where we, any team we're working with, or anybody that's in a different time zone will won't have access to it so yeah Mm. go ahead andy all right this is a two-part question oh my okay part the first that's a part the first it's a new take on a familiar question okay so the cops are calling one of you oh because the other committed a crime who is getting the phone call who committed the crime That is a tough one. Mm, ooh, I like that. Which tough. one of you is a fucking criminal? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, Who's got the skeletons I in their closet? Keep our nose clean. I think Blake on the 730 walks when he's burying the corpses. <laughs> he's <up> so early. <laughs> we're, we're good boys. We don't do we this. Are. Right, no. Who's more likely to be like... Right, give, he's been arrested. Right. Come bail him out. I, I think Caleb's getting the call from me. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll go ahead and say All that right. one. So the cops have called Caleb. Caleb, what crime did Blake commit? <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> mm, it would have. It would be something ridiculous. Mm. It'd have to be something ridiculous. So I would lean more towards like something unexplainable. Like we found your friend nude causing a ruckus in a public space oh no <laughs> he, he was putting pants and all the gargoyles outside the tall building <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, yeah that's what i'd go with Sorry, that sounds Blake. about right no no you, you, i was waiting for your answer but he was holding you know 20 pigeons well. <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds running about right the, running down the highway <laughs> all right here's another question and then andy will ask the final question Oh boy. All right, here we go. <clears throat> you are both recruited to the X-Men. However, mm. you're in the X-Men rejects class. Oh boy. Blake, what is Caleb's power 
And Caleb, what is Blake's power? <laughs> We're in the reject. You're the reject you got, like, X-Men. You are literally the you're like if you there's two missions powers. going on, you are still at the mansion. Like you are not you're at the school. Like you are you're adults, you're grown, you're not students no one's anymore. Me for help. But you are not on the team. <laughs> like but, Blake, <laughs> Blake's power would be Blake would have the power to just talk really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> But like not, like, not, not loud yellow. enough to disrupt like somebody's eardrums, but loud enough to be an inconvenience. Oh, it's like when you're just, wearing just headphones. Just a minor inconvenience. Like, why yeah, is that guy like... talking so loud? <laughs> right. <laughs> is that really what you think here? Just loud enough. <laughs> There's always a song playing in Blake's head. He's like trying to talk over it in regular <laughs> conversation. <laughs> oh, like those videos where they're listening to the lyrics or the that one TikTok guy who sings songs out in public. With his headphones in? Yes, yes, oh, yes. That guy freaking makes me laugh so <laughs> hard. Oh my god. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, it. there yeah. you are. That's your power. Um see, I got I got Caleb's. Um Caleb Caleb would have the ability to sprout hair from anywhere in his body as much as he wants. <laughs> there you go. All right. He'd be, he'd be looking like uh, Lurch from the Adams family. If but, it's at, but it's at will. So that's, that's yes, at will. Yeah, okay. He's, All right. He's cousin it. <laughs> so, and, <laughs> yeah. And me, I'm screaming at I'm screaming at Caleb, you know, with my power to get through all of his hair so he can hear me. So Aww, you, you work together. That's nice. Yep. Okay. Now you need bonus a pair question. of scissors. <laughs> bonus question. What about John? Oh, Ooh. I, lo- I like. I like. I think I John. I got himself. this one. I, we're gonna both answer it, Caleb. So your answer has to be different. Mm. I think John would have the ability to tell when something or someone is speaking or playing out of tune. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. If they're yeah. off beat, out of tune, that's John's. It. That's John's uh, superpower. This is pitch perfect. Yep. Let's go, bub. No, it's actually yep. let's go, bub. You're just you're you're a half octave a little lower than. He's, he's, yeah, he's keeping me pitch perfect with my loud voice, and Caleb's just just sitting there with with looking like a mop. Caleb, what do you think John's John's reject X Men power is? Let me think. This would be. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Blaze was so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can stick with Blaze it. That's good. So we can okay. stick with it. You could agree. Um, <laughs> now, bonus, bonus question. Oh, my God. So what's mine and what's Andy's? <laughs> oh, dear Lord. I, I think I have the hair one <laughs> as it is. No, I definitely yeah. have that. Look, yeah. at this. Look at my shoulders. My God. I'm like, I'm, it's, it's terrible. Um, I'll take. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Let's see here. You, I can't, I can't, I can't see you guys now. I'm on my Zoom app, and it like closed out. <laughs> I would say, I would say, uh, Andy's is the ability to um, grow a Cheeto from his finger. Oh wow! wow. You generating that, Cheetos from his wow. finger. Wow, that is cool. I yeah. love that. I would be I your love, best I, I friend. I love that look for me. Yeah. But am I eating you though? Or is it right. a true Cheeto? It's a whole Cheeto. But is it like <laughs> it's it's a Cheeto? Like it's not right. gonna be like I'm eating you. 
no you're eating a cheeto that just yeah it's like you know in the garden you plant like a tomato plant yeah eat tomatoes so like yeah. my fingers are the earth okay and it sprouts cheetos okay that's okay still it. still doesn't help my my visual and my stomach it, it doesn't nope. from being a little nauseous but okay <laughs> so so you literally always have cheeto fingers yes always cheeto fingers. interesting dogs love me wow and uh I'm going to say you just because the shirt you're wearing, you have the ability to never lose a game of Among Us. Okay. You're wrong. I lose all the time. I, I actually, as a matter of fact, I no longer play that game on stream because everyone just votes me off no matter what. Yeah. They just oh do, they don't. They're just like, it was bat. And everyone's like, okay. Boop. Yeah. And that's why I made this shirt. Bat's us. Um, yep. And then and I have another one that says uh, yeet bat. There you go. So there, there, that, that was a fun power. summer. So okay, I'm the best Among Us player ever. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh-huh. I like it. All right, Andy, hit us up with the final question. Oh, I really, I'm trying to think how Blake answered this last time, but he's still gonna get to answer this time because it's a fresh episode. You know, things have changed in a year. Yes, mm-hmm. so my taste know. buds. So we don't, exactly. So we don't know. Do you like Cheetos? All right. My question is, <laughs> yes. and you can both answer independently or as a team. It's up to you. It's a simple question at the most complex question. It is. Any context you choose to frame the question is entirely mm-hmm. up to both of you. Mm-hmm. And the question is Andy or Steven. Mm-hmm. Dang, I remember. I was listening to this. I remember this question. <laughs> I was like, oh, suck to suck. I think I said Andy last time, so I'll go with Steven this time. Fair enough. I, I appreciate the consolation prize. Fair yes. Enough. Fair enough. Probably because so you couldn't see me last time. That's what I'm guessing. Andy, you couldn't see me either. I was in bed. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were in bed. That's right. I'm going with Andy. Okay. All right. You, okay, so. you sound like you're going with Andy for a reason, though. Not just because <laughs> yeah, you so. don't want to pick me because Blake picked me. Pity. Because technically, <laughs> technically now Andy would win two to, th- you know, two to one. Are you sure it's Andy? Just no, saying. I'm pretty sure it's Andy. Let's not be with the point, Stephen. Uh-huh. I do like the meat boy, though. It's always the fucking meat boy. You know that meat boy. Some guy tried to buy it for like $500, did not sell it. Best choice of my life. <laughs> Man, I got a lot of Batman pops. They're up there, though. Oh, know. Batman. Who likes Batman? I'll tell you who. <laughs> the person named Batchild. That's who. Uh-huh. By the way, follow me and on TikTok. It? Batchild TikTok. At Batchild yeah, TikTok. Go. I had a good one today. I did a good one today. I'm going to be follow famous at, soon. Don't worry. Follow me at Cheeto Fingers. This <laughs> <laughs> is me on the armchair on the Lazy Boy eating Cheetos. Speaking of following, watching, don't forget watching shitty horror to movies. follow us on social media. We're at dual underscore screens. I am at Batchild27. Andy is at PantsGuy. And seriously, you can follow me on TikTok at, Bat, at Batchild TikTok if you want. Uh, our Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash DS podcasts. Gentlemen, where could everybody file, follow you guys and the game and all that other fun stuff? We have... You did it last time. You go for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hit it up. We have yeah, our Discord. Um, the best way to get a hold of us, ask questions, participate in our community. It's Happy's Humble Burger Farm Discord. Um, and our Twitter is Twitter slash Happy's Humble Burger Farm. Hit us up there. Follow us. Give us a like. We keep, you know, posting. At, we try to post at least once a day with new content. Try to keep it spicy. Keep everyone interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game comes out December 3rd for Xbox, PlayStation 4, and the PC on Steam. 
with the early 2022 release on Nintendo Switch. Um, so pre-orders are on Xbox One right now. The marketplace for 20 or 10% off for $17.99. Um, retail will be $19.99. Pick them up now uh, if you're airing this. Yeah, December 3rd. So now go. Go get Fast. it. Do the Buy thing. Mm-hmm. Your Twitter is uh, twitter.com slash happy's humble. It's happy's humble. Okay. Happy's humble. Just thank you. You, know, very you much. might want to write that one down. I don't know. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> that might just be. Me. I'm pretty sure if you Google happy's humble burger, <laughs> there's no, nothing else will pop up. You're good. Up. You're fine. <laughs> thank um, you very much for being yep. here, gentlemen. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Andy, as always. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, viewers. Don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Don't don't forget to hit the thumbs up. Subscribe to our channels. Leave a review if you can. Leave comments in the comment section. All that fun stuff. And as always, and most importantly, please be excellent to each other. <laughs>